serial killers have long captivated the public's mortal fascination with their gruesome crimes, leaving a lasting mark on society's collective psyche. One such infamous figure is Jack Unterweger, an Austrian serial killer who achieved a twist in notoriety in the 1990s. Unterweger's case stands out from others in this grim category due to the paradoxical nature of his life involving both criminality and literary acclaim. This podcast delves into the chilling history of Jack Unterweger, exploring his early life, his descent into darkness, the public fascination surrounding him, and the eventual unravelling of his dark secrets. Born on August 16, 1950 in Styria, Austria, Jack Unterweger's upbringing was marked by a tumultuous and troubled childhood. Raised by his mother, Teresa Unterweger, who worked as a barmaid, Jack never knew the identity of his father. His mother, often absent from his life, left him in the care of his abusive grandfather. The harsh environment of these formative years had a profound impact on his psyche, planting the seeds of anger, violence and misogyny that would later manifest in his gruesome crimes. Despite his troubled beginnings, Unterweger possessed a glimmer of talent and ambition. While serving time in prison for various crimes, he found solace in literature and developed his skills as a poet and writer. His work caught the attention of intellectuals and artists, leading to a public campaign advocating for his release, with influential figures championing him as a example of rehabilitation. Unterweger's eloquent writings and apparent reform touched the hearts of many, creating an aura of redemption around him. In 1990, Jack Unterweger was granted parole and much fanfare as the reformed criminal-turned-writer. The decision was met with public enthusiasm, with supporters seeing him as a symbol of hope and evidence that even the most hardened criminals could change. Little did they know that Unterweger's release marked the beginning of a new reign of terror. Just months after his release, the bodies of several women began turning up across Austria and other European countries. The victim was strangled with her own undergarments, a sickness modus operandi that Unterweger had developed during his earlier crimes. The media quickly dubbed him the Hawthorne Killer, and fear and panic spread throughout the public. Jack Unterweger's case gained massive media attention thanks to his newfound celebrity status and sensationalistic covering of his crimes. He carefully manipulated the media in crafting an image of himself as a reformed criminal and intellectual. Unterweger embraced his role as a media personality, renting interviews and even hosting a television series on his crime. His charisma and charm captivated both the public and the media, blurring the lines between his actual persona and the facade he'd meticulously created. As the body count continued to rise, law enforcement agencies intensified their efforts to bring Unterweger to justice. The investigation to the serial killings eventually led them back to Unterweger, who'd been travelling extensively across Europe. In February 1992, he was finally apprehended in Miami, Florida, while attempting to flee from justice. The capture marked the end of Unterweger's reign of terror and the beginning of the highly publicised trial. The trial of Jack Unterweger became a media spectacle with intense public interest and scrutiny. Despite his claims of innocence and his attempts to manipulate the proceedings, Unterweger was found guilty of 11 murders. He was sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. The case of Jack Unterweger's ignited debates about the effectiveness of prison rehabilitation programs, exposing the flaws in the system that had allowed him to slip through. Jack Unterweger's early life was marred by a tumultuous and troubled childhood, laying the foundation for the darkness that would consume him in the years to come. Born on August 16, 1950 in Styria, Austria, Unterweger's upbringing was far from stable and nurturing. Raised by his mother, Teresa Unterweger, a barmaid struggling to make ends meet, Jack never knew the identity of his father. His mother's absence was a reoccurring theme in his life as she frequently left him in the care of his abusive and alcoholic grandfather. 
The absence of a stable parental figure and the presence of violence and neglect had a profound impact on young Unterweger's psychological development. Growing up in such a hostile environment, Unterweger found solace in books and literature. He immersed himself in the written word, feeling his imagination and providing an escape from the harsh realities of his life. However, the literary world also introduced him to the works of the Marquis de Sade, whose sadomachistic writings left a deep imprint on his impressionable mind. As Unterweger entered adolescence, his troubled childhood began to manifest in destructive ways. He became involved in petty crimes and displayed a propensity for violence, particularly against women. He was arrested multiple times for theft, assault and sexual offences, marking the beginning of his criminal record. In 1974, at the age of 24, Unterweger committed his first known murder. The victim was 18-year-old Margaret Schaefer, a young girl he strangled with her own bra. This act of violence served as a dark initiation to the realm of serial killing. Unterweger had found an outlet for his rage and a means to exert control over others. The ensuing years saw Unterweger perpetuate a series of brutal murders targeting vulnerable women who worked in the sex industry. He employed a disturbing signature method of using their undergarments, usually bras, to strangle his victims. This macabre ritual provided him with a sense of power and dominance as he exerted control of the victims' lives and deaths. While Unterweger's murderous activities escalated, his criminal activities extended beyond his heinous crimes. He was arrested and convicted for various offences, including armed robbery and assault. These criminal activities not only revealed his propensity for violence, but also showcased a pattern of manipulative behaviour and a willingness to exploit others for personal gain. In 1976, Unterweger was sentenced to life imprisonment for the murder of Margaret Schaefer. However, his time behind bars did not quell his inner darkness. Instead, it provided fertile ground for him to further develop his literary aspirations. While incarcerated, Unterweger honed his writing skills, penning poems, plays and novels. His work caught the attention of intellectuals and artists who saw potential in his talent. Newfound recognition of his literary abilities sparked a public campaign advocating for his release. Influential figures in the Austrian intellectual and literary circles championed Unterweger's cause, highlighting his supposed rehabilitation and transformation through the power of literature. Unterweger's case became a symbol of redemption and an example of how even the most hardened criminals could change and contribute positively to society. In 1990, after serving only 15 years of his life sentence, Jack Unterweger was granted parole and amid much public fanfare. The decision was hailed as a triumph of the rehabilitation and marked the beginning of a new chapter in Unterweger's life. However, the unsuspecting public was unaware that his release would unleash a wave of terror as Unterweger resumed his dark and deadly pursuits, leaving a trail of victims in his wake. Despite his troubled upbringing and a string of violent crimes, Jack Unterweger possessed a glimmer of talent and ambition in the realm of literature. While serving time in prison for his offences, he found solace and purpose in the world of words. Unterweger's literary aspirations would become entangled with his public image, leading to a transformation that captivated the hearts and minds of many. During his incarceration, Unterweger immersed himself in books, devouring works from a wide range of genres. He began to write poetry, plays and novels, showcasing a remarkable talent for story writing. His writings reflected his darkness within him, often exploring themes of violence, power and the complex psychology of his own twisted mind. Unterweger's literary output caught the attention of intellectuals and artists who recognises the raw talent and potential hidden within the criminal facade. They saw in his writings a glimmer of hope, a sign that could 
He could be rehabilitated and contribute positively to society. As news of his literary endeavours spread, Unterwerger became a symbol of redemption, a shining example of the transformative power of art and literature. The public campaign advocating for Unterwerger's release gained momentum, fueled by the belief in his supposed rehabilitation. Influential figures within the Austrian intellectual and literary circles rallied behind him, arguing that he had undergone a profound change during his time in prison. They emphasised the importance of second chances and the potential for growth and redemption even for individuals with such a dark past. Unterwerger's literary achievements, combined with the support of these influential figures, created a groundswell of public (coughs) sympathy and support. The media embraced his story, transforming him into a celebrity. Articles and interviews portrayed him as a reformed criminal, a testament to the power of arts to heal and transform. Unterwerger became a darling of the literary and cultural scene, receiving awards and recognition of his literary work. In 1990, Jack Unterwerger was granted parole, a decision that sparked widespread celebration and hope. The public believed in his transformation and eagerly embraced him as a symbol of rehabilitation and second chances. Unterwerger's release was met with fanfare and attention as he embarked on a new chapter of his life that would soon reveal the dark truth lurking beneath the surface. Little did the public know that Unterwerger's literary aspirations and supposable transformation were mere masks concealing a deep root darkness. The accolades and adoration he received only served to feed his narcissism and reinforce his manipulative tendencies. Unterwerger reveled in attention, skillfully crafting an image of himself as a reformed criminal intellectual, blurring the lines between his actual persona and the facade he carefully constructed. While Unterwerger basked in his newfound fame, his monstrous urges resurfaced. He resumed his spree of brutal murders, targeting vulnerable women once again. The very literary works that had earned him praise and admiration became a chilling reflection of his sinister psyche, filled with themes of violence and power that mirrored his real-life crimes. The transformation that Unterwerger had portrayed to the public was shattered as the truth came to light. The literary aspirations that garnered him acclaim and support now served as a haunting reminder of the darkness that always resided within him. The public's fascination with Unterwerger would take a grim turn as they came to grips with the stark reality that the reformed criminal they had admired was in fact a remorseless serial killer. The revelation of Unterwerger's true nature sent shockwaves through society, shattering the illusions that surrounded his release. The once beloved literary figure was now viewed with horror and revulsion. His transformation from a troubled criminal to a celebrated writer had been a calculated manipulative act designed to decisive and exploit the public's trust. Unterwerger's literary aspirations and the transformation he projected became a subject of intense scrutiny and debate. The case exposed the dangers of placing blind faith in an individual's claimed transformation, highlighting the potential for manipulation and deception. It raised difficult questions about the effectiveness of rehabilitation programs within the criminal justice system, as well as the responsibility of the media and society in vetting and promoting individuals who present themselves as reformed. The revelation of Unterwerger's continued violent activity shattered the myth of his redemption. It also served as a stark reminder that artistic talent does not absolve a person of their dark deeds or guarantee their rehabilitation. The public grappled with the unsettling realisation that they had been captivated by the charm and charisma of a remorseless killer and their admiration had inadvertently contributed to his continued reign of terror. The investigation into Unterwigger's crimes intensified as law enforcement agencies across the glo- Europe sought to bring him to justice. His travels and the 
international nature of his crimes made the manhunt a complex and challenging endeavour. Finally, in February 1992, Unterweger was apprehended in Miami, Florida while attempting to flee from justice. His capture marked the end of his reign of terror and the beginning of a highly publicised trial. The trial of Jack Unterweger became a media spectacle, attracting intense public interest and scrutiny. The once celebrated literary figure now faced the full weight of the justice system as the evidence of his heinous crimes was laid bare. Unterweger, however, continued to manipulate the proceedings, maintaining his innocence and attempting to present himself as a victim of a flawed system. Despite his efforts to deceive, Unterweger was ultimately found guilty of 11 murders and sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. The trial marked the final chapter in his macabre saga, but the legacy of his crimes and questions it raised continued to reverberate throughout society. In the case of Jack Unterweger, had far-reaching implications, forcing society to confront uncomfortable truths about the limits of rehabilitation, the complexities of human nature, and the dangers of misplaced trust. It exposed the vulnerability of individuals to become enamoured with charisma and the talent of those who present themselves as reformed, highlighting the need for scepticism and critical evaluation. In the aftermath of Unterweger's capture and conviction, his case became a cautionary tale influencing discussions and policies surrounding criminal justice, rehabilitation programs, and the responsibilities in the media. The public fascination that had once surrounded him transformed into a somber reflection on the dangers of hero worship and the importance of thorough evaluation when it comes to matters of rehabilitation and second chances. <coughs> Jack Unterweger's story remains a chilling reminder of the capacity for evil that can lurk beneath the charismatic veneer as well as the need for vigilance and critical thinking when evaluating the claims of those seeking redemption. His literary aspirations and the transformation he projected served as a cautionary tale, reminding us that true rehabilitation requires more than just words on a page. It demands genuine introspection, remorse, and a commitment to positive change. <coughs> After his relief from prison in 1990, Jack Unterweger unleashed a horrifying wave of violence, marking the beginning of a chilling chapter in his dark saga. The very society that embraced him as a symbol of redemption and second chances soon became the target of his insidious crimes. Within months of his release, the bodies of several women began to appear across Austria and other European countries. Unterweger's modus operandi was consistent and macabre. Victims were strangled with their own undergarments, a signature method he developed during his earlier crimes. The news of the serial killer on the loose spread fear and panic throughout the public. The once beloved literary figure transformed into a nightmare embodiment of evil, preying on vulnerable women and leaving a trail of destruction in his wake. The heinousness of his crimes, combined with the sensationalistic media coverage, intensified the terror and captivated the nation. As the body count continued to rise, law enforcement agencies intensified their efforts to bring Unterweger to justice. The investigation into the Hawthorne killer became a top priority, with authorities from multiple jurisdictions collaborating to unravel the web of darkness surrounding the elusive murderer. Meanwhile, Unterweger skillfully manipulated the media, exploiting his newfound celebrity status to his advantage. He played the role of charming, reformed criminal, captivating interviewers in the public with charisma and eloquence. Unterweger even hosted a television series on crimes where he presented himself as an expert and analyst, further blurring the lines between his actual persona and facade he had carefully constructed. His manipulation of the media allowed Unterweger to remain one step ahead of the authorities. He travelled extensively across Europe, evading capture and continuing his reign of terror. The public fascination with him grew as his crimes and elusive nature became the subject of intense speculation and scrutiny. However, the relentless pursuit of justice eventually caught up with Unterweger. In February 1992, while attempting to flee from justice, he was finally apprehended in Miami, Florida. The capture marked the end of his reign of terror and brought us as a relief to the communities that had been living in fear. 
The trial of Jack Unterweger became a media spectacle as the public eagerly awaited the exposure of the man behind the mask of literary fame. Throughout the proceedings, Unterweger maintained his innocence and attempted to manipulate the legal system once again. However, the overwhelming evidence and the testimonies of survivors left no doubt about his guilt. In June 1994, Unterweger was found guilty of 11 murders and sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. This trial served as a chilling reminder of the depths of evil that could lurk behind a chummy for Cade and the justice system's determination to hold accountable those who commit heinous crimes. The case of Jack Unterweger ignited debates about the effect of rehabilitation programs, exploring the flaws in a system that failed to recognize and address the true nature of his darkness. It also highlighted the dangers of idolizing and blindly accepting the transformation narratives of individuals with a criminal past, emphasizing the need for cautious evaluation and skepticism. Underworkers' reign of terror left an inedible mark on the collective memory of society. The Hawthorne killer served as a cautionary tale, reminding us of the potential for evil that can exist within seemingly normal individuals and the importance of remaining vigilant in the face of charismatic manipulation. The legacy of Jack Unterweger serves as a somber reminder that behind the smiling facade of a charming individual may lie a heart filled with darkness and an insatiable thirst of power and control. Unterweger's case highlighted the importance of not being swayed solely by surface-level impressions and the need for thorough investigation and scrutiny when evaluating the true character of individuals. The impact of Unterweger's crimes extended beyond the immediate victims and their families. The community at large was left grappling with a sense of fear and distrust. The once cherished belief in power of redemption, second chances were shattered, replaced by sobering awareness of the potential dangers lurking within society. The revelations surrounding Unterweger's crimes also spurred a reassessment of the criminal justice system and the mechanisms in place to prevent such individuals from slipping through the cracks. It prompted a re-evaluation of rehabilitation programs and the need for a more comprehensive approach that considers not only an individual's talent and charisma, but also their underlying psychological profile and propensity for violence. The media two-faced scrutiny in the aftermath of the Unterweger case. The eagerness to create a compelling narrative and capitalise on sensationalism and eventually contribute to the public's fascination with the Hawthorne killer. The media's roles in evaluating Unterweger's public image and disseminating his manipulated personality served as a stark reminder of the responsibility journalists bear in presenting the truth and not succumbing to the allure of a captivating story. The dark legacy of Jack Unterweger continues to serve as a chilling reminder of the capacity for evil that exists within the human psyche. His story acts as a cautionary tale, urging society to remain vigilant and critical in the face of individuals who seek to manipulate and deceive. While the pain and trauma caused by Unterweger's crimes can never be undone, his case has sparked important conversations and reforms in the realm of criminal justice, rehabilitation and media ethics. It stands as a testament to the resilience and determination of societies to learn from the past and strive for a safer and more just future. Uh, the name Jack Unterweger will be associated with a dark chapter in the annals of criminal history. His chilling transformation from a troubled individual to a celebrated writer and ultimately to a serial killer serves as a stark reminder that true redemption cannot be achieved through words alone. The story of Jack Unterweger is a sobering reminder that evil can often lurk where it is least expected and true transformative powers requires genuine introspection or remorse and a commitment to change from within. Jack Unterweger's reign of terror left a trail of devastation and heartbreak in his wake. His victims, pri- primarily vulnerable women involved in prostitution, became the target of his sadistic 
and murderous impulses. The story of these women shed light on the tragic consequences of Antwerger's actions and profound loss experienced by their families and communities. Antwerger's victims were often marginalised and overlooked by society, struggling with poverty, addiction and the hardships that accompany a life on the streets. Their vulnerability made them easy prey for a predator like Antwerger, who had exploited their desperate circumstances for his own twisted gratification. One of his first known victims was 18-year-old Margaret Scafer. Her body was found in 1974, strangled with her own bra. Over the following years, Unterweger's violence spree continued claiming the lives of several more women, both in Austria and over European countries. The exact number of his victims remain uncertain, with estimates ranging from 11 to 25. Unterweger's victims included women such as Brunhild Massar and Heidi Hammer, whose lives were tragically cut short by his brutal acts of violence. Each victim had their own story, their own dreams and aspirations, cruelly snuffed out by a man who had duped society into believing his redemption. The media's fascination with Unterweger often overshadowed the individual lives and stories of his victims. They were reduced to mere statistics and names and identities lost amid the sensationalism surrounding the Hawthorne killer. It's essential to remember behind each headline, each number was a human being with hopes, fears and loved ones left to mourn their untimely deaths. Unterweger's Victims were daughters, sisters, mothers and friends. They were individuals who, like anyone else, deserved respect, dignity and the chance to live their lives free from harm. Their deaths not only represented the loss of their own potential, but also a tragic reminder of the countless others who face similar dangers and vulnerabilities in society. In the wake of Unterweger's capture and conviction, the families of the victims faced the painful task of reconciling their grief through the knowledge of the monstrous acts perpetrated against their loved ones. The wounds left by Unterweger's crimes could never fully heal, leaving a lasting impact on the lives of those left behind. Unterweger's case brought attention to the issue of violence against women and the vulnerabilities faced by those involved in prostitution. It also served as a stark reminder of the importance of combating systematic social issues such as poverty, addiction and gender inequality. It underscored the need for supportive services, outreach programs and societal reforms to protect the most vulnerable members of our community. The victims of Jack Unterweger should never be forgotten. Their lives were tragically cut short and their stories serve as a stark reminder of the darkness that exists within some individuals and the profound impacts that actions can have on others. They deserve to be remembered not only as victims, but as individuals with unique lives, dreams, and the right to be safe from harm. As society reflects on the case of John Antwerger, it is crucial to honor the memory of his victims and to strive for a world in which no person is disregarded or left vulnerable to such heinous acts. Their lives serve as a poignant reminder of the urgency to create a more compassionate and just society, one that protects and uplifts all its members regardless of their circumstances. The case of Jack Unterwerger captivated the media and the public like few others. It was a perfect storm of sensationalism, increase, and the manipulation of public perception. Unterwerger's charisma and the media's fascination with his narrative created a dangerous symbiotic relationship that contributed to the perpetuation of myth and the delay in apprehending him. Unterwerger's charm and eloquence made him a captivating figure in the eyes of the media. His ability to present himself as a reformed criminal, a redeemed soul who transcended his troubled past, played into society's desire for redemption stories. His literary aspirations and the eloquence of his writing further bolstered his image as a figure worthy of admiration and respect. The media eagerly embraced Unterweger's narrative of transformation. Journalists and interviewers were drawn to his charisma and compelling story he presented. Unterweger became a Sought after guest on talk shows where he'd discuss his troubled past, his literary success, and his supposed rehabilitation. 
The media, driven by the pursuit of captivating headlines and ratings, willingly gave Unterwerger a platform to promote his carefully constructed image. In return, Unterwerger skillfully manipulated the media to his advantage. He played the role of a reformed criminal to perfection, weaving a narrative that tugged at the heartstrings of the public. His words and demeanour convinced many that he indeed changed, that he was a shining example of the power of rehabilitation. Unterwerger used his charm and intelligence to charm reporters, gain sympathy and ultimately their trust. The media, circus surrounding Unterwerger, had a profound consequence. The narrative of the redemption and transformation became deeply ingrained in the public consciousness. People saw Unterwerger as a symbol of hope, proof that even the most troubled individuals could turn their lives around. This perception not only perpetuated the myth of Unterwerger's reformation, but also distracted him from from the reality of his continued violent acts. The media's fascination with Unterwerger inadvertently shielded him from suspicion and scrutiny. His image as a reformed criminal became so ingrained that any doubts or concerns raised were dismissed or overlooked. The charismatic persona he projected added as a smokescreen, obscuring the truth of his ongoing crimes. It was this illusion of transformation that allowed Unterwerger to continue his reign of terror unchecked. The delay in capturing Unterwerger can be contributed in part to the media's unwitting complicity. The attention and admiration he received creating a shield of protection that made it difficult for law enforcement agencies to consider him as a suspect. The public's trust in his redemption story, fostered by the media, further hindered the investigation. It was only after relentless pursuit and collaboration between law enforcement agencies across Europe that Unterwerker was finally apprehended in Miami, Florida. The subsequent trial exposed the depth of his deception and devastating consequences in the media circus that surrounded him. The case of Jack Unterwerker serves as a powerful reminder of the responsibility the media bears in the dissemination of information. While journalists play a crucial role in forming the public, they must also exercise caution and critical evaluation when presenting narratives of individuals with a criminal past. The media's role in Unterwerker's case highlights the need for balanced reporting, scepticism and thorough investigation. The story of Jack Unterwerker raises important questions of society's fascination with charismatic individuals and the dangers of hero worship. Unterwerger's charm and intelligence captivated not only the media but also the public at large. People were drawn to his narrative of redemption, eager to believe in the power of second chances. It is a cautionary tale that reminds us of the importance of not being weighed slowly by a facade alone. The investigation into Jack Unterwerger's crimes was a complex and arduous process that spanned multiple countries and jurisdictions. Law enforcement agencies faced numerous challenges as they sought to uncover the truth behind the chilling series of murders and bring Unterwerger to justice. As the body count continued to rise and the pattern of strangulation with undergarments became apparent, authorities recognized the need for a coordinated effort to apprehend the perpetrator. Police forces from Austria, Germany and other European countries worked in collaboration, sharing the information and pulling resources to unravel the web of darkness surrounding the Hawthorne killer. One of the key challenges faced by investigators was a lack of centralised database or information sharing platforms at the time. Each country operated independently and the communication between different agencies was often slow and cumbersome. This hindered the timely exchange of crucial information and impeded the progress of the investigation. However, despite these obstacles, law enforcement agencies remained determined to bring Unterwerger to justice. They meticulously analysed crime scenes, interviewed witnesses and utilised forensic evidence to establish connections between the victims and potential suspects. As the investigation progressed, a disturbing picture of Unterwerger's involvement began to emerge. Unterwerger's pattern of travel played a crucial role in unraveling his crimes. 
Authorities noticed that the murders seemed to follow his movements across various European countries. This realization allowed them to narrow down their focus and concentrate their efforts on tracking Unterweger's movements and gathering evidence to link him to the crimes. Another significant breakthrough came when investigators discovered Unterweger's link to the literary and journalistic circles. It became apparent that his charisma and charm had not only captured the media, but also provided him with a network of influential contacts and potential accomplices. The revelation prompted a closer examination of his associations and led to the uncovering of further evidence against him. Unterweger's arrest ultimately came as a result of a joint operation involving law enforcement agencies from Austria, Germany and the United States. In February 1992, Unterweger was apprehended in Miami, Florida while attempting to flee from justice. His capture marked a turning point in the investigation and brought a sense of relief to the communities that had been living in fear. The trial of Jack Unterweger became a media spectacle with the public eagerly awaiting the exposure of the man behind the mask of literary fame. Throughout the proceedings, Uncle Werger continued to maintain his innocence, using his charm and manipulative tactics to sway public opinion. However, the overwhelming evidence and the testimonies of survivors have no doubt about his guilt. In June 1994, Uncle Werger was found guilty of 11 murders and sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. The trial not only served as a moment of justice for the victims and the families, but also highlighted the flaws in the system that allowed Uncle Werger to continue his reign of terror for so long. The investigation and subsequent capture of Jack Unterweger underscored the importance of international collaboration and the need for improved communication and information sharing between law enforcement agencies, exposed the limitations of existing systems and emphasized the necessity of a coordinated approach in tackling transnational crimes. Furthermore, Unterweger's case prompted a re-evaluation of the criminal justice system's handling of violent offenders and the need for enhanced screening and evaluation processes. The investigation and capture of John Unterweger serve as a testament to the tireless efforts of law enforcement agencies and the resilience of the justice system. It stands as a reminder that despite the challenges and complexities involved, dedicated investigators and collaborative efforts can ultimately bring about the elusive criminals to justice. For the safety and well-being of communities, Unterweger's capture also brought a sense of closure to the families of the victims who had long awaited justice for their loved ones provided them with some measure of relief and allowed them to begin the healing process after enduring the unimaginable pain and loss inflicted by Unterweger's actions. The investigations and subsequent trial of Jack Unterweger revealed the meticulous work and dedication of law enforcement officials who tirelessly pursued justice on behalf of the victims. Their commitment to uncovering the truth and bringing Unterweger to account demonstrated the unwavering resolve of those tasks with protecting society from those who seek to do harm. The case also shed light on the importance of public cooperation, the role of ordinary citizen in assisting law enforcement. Without the investigation, tips and leads from members of the public proved invaluable in building the case against Unterweger. The willingness of individuals to come forward and provide crucial information demonstrated the power of community engagement in combating crime. The capture of John Unterweger had far-reaching implications beyond the immediate resolution of his crimes. It served as a wake-up call for law enforcement agencies, prompting them to re-evaluate their protocols enhance cooperation and improve their ability to respond effectively to serial killers and other violent offenders. The Unterweger case also spurned public discourse and debate on the issue of rehabilitation and potential for individuals to manipulate systems designed to offer second chances. In the aftermath of Unterweger's capture, law enforcement agencies and policymakers began to implement reforms aimed at improving information sharing, collaboration and identification of patterns in serial crimes. Efforts were made to establish centralised databases and communication networks to facilitate the timely exchange of crucial information. 
Furthermore, the case served as a cautionary tale for the media, prompting a reevaluation of their role in the portrayal of crimes and the importance of responsible reporting. Journalists and media organisations face scrutiny for their unwitting contribution to Unterweger's public image and the perpetuation of his false narrative. The media was reminded of the need for more thorough investigation and balanced reporting, avoiding the pitfalls of sensationalism and manipulation. The investigation and capture of Jack Unterweger stand as a testament to the unwavering determination of law enforcement agencies and the resilience of communities affected by his crimes. It reminds us of the importance of collaboration, public engagement and ongoing efforts to improve the systems in place to protect society from those who would seek to cause harm. The legacy of Jack Unterweger serves as a sober reminder of the darkness that can reside within seemingly charismatic individuals. It underscores the need for vigilance, scepticism and the commitment to justice in order to prevent the devastating consequences of such individuals being allowed to flourish unchecked. Ultimately, the investigation and capture of Jack Unterweger symbolizes the triumph of justice over evil. They represent a collective effort to bring closure to the victims' families, protect communities, and ensure those who perpetuate heinous crimes are held accountable for their actions. The trial of Jack Unterweger marked a significant milestone in the pursuit of justice for his victims and the communities affected by his reign of terror. It was a pivotal moment that showcased the resilience of the justice system and the determination to uphold Unterweger accountable for his heinous crimes. The trial, which took place in Austria, brought together a wealth of evidence against Unterweger, including forensic analysis, witness testimonies, and a pattern of behaviour that linked him to the series of murders. The prosecution presented a compelling case, dismantling Unterweger's facade of reformation and revealing the true extent of his dark and violent nature. Throughout the proceedings, Unterweger maintained his innocence, employed manipulative tactics, and attempted to sway public opinion. However, the overwhelming evidence presented against him left little room for doubt. The jury and their deliberations recognised the depth of his guilt and the devastating impact of his actions on the lives of his victims and their families. In June 1994, Unterwerg was found guilty on multiple counts of murder and sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. The verdict proved a sense of closure to the families of victims and long-awaited justice for their loved ones. It was a testament to the relentless pursuit of truth and the termination of law enforcement agencies to ensure those who commit such heinous crimes face the consequences of their actions. The trial of Jack Unterweger had a profound impact on society, sparking discussions on issues ranging from the reliability of rehabilitation programs to the nature of evil, the capacity for individuals to manipulate systems designed to offer second chances, erase questions about the effectiveness of efforts to re- integrate offenders into society and the need for more comprehensive assessments and monitoring of those with violent tendencies. Unterweger's case also served as a cautionary tale for the justice system, highlighting the importance of a thorough evaluation and scepticism when dealing with individuals who present a charismatic facade. It underscored the necessity of balancing the principles of rehabilitation and redemption with the need to protect society from those who pose a continued threat. The legacy of the Unterweger trial extends beyond the courtroom, so as a reminder of the profound impact that serial killers can have on communities and lasting scars they leave behind. The trial brought attention to the vulnerabilities faced by marginalised individuals, particularly women involved in prostitution, and united discussions on the need for societal reforms and the support systems to protect them from exploitation and violence. Furthermore, the Unterweger case had a lasting influence on law enforcement practices and investigative techniques, highlights the importance of collaboration between different agencies and the significance of information sharing platforms and tackling transnational crime. The case prompted effects to establish centralised databases and improve communication networks, ensuring a more coordinated approach to preventing and solving such crimes in the future. The trial of Jack Unterweger stands as a testament to the resilience of the justice system and the commitment of seeking truth and justice for the victims of violent crimes. 
It serves as a reminder that no matter how charismatic and persuasive an individual may be, they must be held accountable for their actions and face the consequences of their choices. Ultimately, the legacy of the Unterweger trial lies in the collective efforts to prevent further tragedies and protect vulnerable members of society. It urges us to remain vigilant, to question the narratives presented by individuals who seek to deceive, and to strive for a more and just compassionate world where the voices of victims are heard and their memories are honoured.